with your host, Mike, Imran, and Joey. Many thanks for listening in, liking, and subscribing. If you haven't done either of those, do us a favor and smash that like and subscribe button. We really do appreciate it. If you haven't joined the Discord or Patreon, link is in the description down below. Fantastic community talking crypto 24-7. You won't be disappointed, I promise. Now let's get into some crypto talk. Boys, how are we doing today? I feel great now that work's finished. It was a, it was a nice, uh, rough, pretty rough, long day, but yeah, yeah, good to be here. How about you, IK? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had a busy day today, done a couple of interviews, but yeah, it's been a very exciting and entertaining day for me. How's your day been, mate? Yeah, day's been good, man. Uh, busy. Weather sucks. You know, good old, good old U.S. weather. Gotta love it. Could be hot. Could be cold. I was I'm a the... bit jealous that I uh, I missed your guys' interviews with the uh, crypto boys, though. Oh man, yeah, yeah, it was it was really good. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can have them back on, Joey, and you can be there for sure because it was definitely fun. Uh, and I, I definitely think it was a really good, a really good interview. Good, good, good guys. Just two. Yeah. Dope guys got a cool background as far as crypto is concerned. Um, and it's probably their story is pretty much the same, I think, as everybody else's as far as, you know, crypto is concerned. But um, yeah, yeah looking cool. forward to catch up with Colin and Joe. I think it'd be great. Yeah, good guys. That's for sure. Imran, what'd you think of this morning? I think uh, it went really well. Um, we're quite fortunate enough to have Nick join us as well. Um, yeah, oh yeah, really that's, that's a spoiler. Spoiler alert. Yeah, su- <laughs> su- surprise guest jumped in. Yeah, uh, I mean, who, who invited him, or did he just invite himself? He oh, we crashed. We won't. We won't talk about how he got there, but he, <laughs> he ended up just showing up uh, at the bottom of the screen, and I was like, uh, "Did we do something wrong?" <laughs> and uh, no, it was, it was cool. He joined in on the chat, and uh, looking yeah, forward no. to it coming out. You know, it's yeah. gonna be. It's gonna. It was be really good. good. I'm glad he joined because um, you know, Nick has some wise words all the time for everyone so you know it just you know keeps you in check he always does so you know hopefully you know it'll be a great listen to everyone who's listening out there and you know might give him some you know um well guide him in the right path to achieve crypto and he can help him further right yeah well what's interesting is the podcast we're doing right now will actually be out after that one so it's it you know is what it is hopefully you guys liked that one uh while you're listening to this one so uh but yeah it's good to good to see see you guys man i know i know joey you've had a a long stressful week at work yep so i'm sure catching up on crypto um get getting to shoot the shit with the boys is kind of something you look forward to at the end of the day that's for sure every day every day mike yeah i enjoy it i enjoy it that's for sure so you guys want to get into some news topics that we've kind of come across imran do you want to start us off yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. Um, following on from yesterday, we were talking about bad projects. I mean, obviously, BlockFi, right? Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF, known uh, to others, is coming to a rescue uh, of crypto companies uh, that need assistance. So BlockFi, uh, BlockFi signed a, um, a term sheet with FTX uh, to secure, like, a, I think it was a $250 million uh, revolving credit facility providing with access uh, to capital that would hopefully bolster up their balance sheet and platform strength. Uh, funny thing is, on the other hand, you've got Binance CEO uh, CZ says that they will, not ba- they will not bail out bad projects. I mean, Joe, what are your thoughts? I mean, we mentioned this yesterday. Yeah, I mean, this this really is a story that is completely dividing the market and um, dividing the whole space, actually. There's, there's people on both sides. Um, some people, you know, supporters of um, uh, SBF, you know, saying, yeah, he's doing a great job. 
Um, somebody needed to come to the rescue. We don't want to see uh, more retail get burnt. Nobody wants to be losing money. So yeah, we need the market prop being propped up. And then you've got others on the other side who, you know, I, I personally slightly side with, um, who's saying that, no, we shouldn't be bailing them out like uh, CZ, like you've just mentioned. Uh, also had, um, Ke- I thought Kevin O'Leary just put uh, an interesting interview out and he, he was, like I was saying yesterday, he, he believes that, you know, some of these projects um, need to die basically for us to move on. So yeah, it's, it's, it's dividing the space. It's interesting. Um, what will be, what happens next is we're going to have to, we're going to have to listen out for it, but yeah. What do you think, Mike? I, I, you know, so this morning watching CNBC, I, I, I feel like something deeper is going on. Right. So, cause you get the block five thing. You get FTX going through everything. And then this morning I wake up and on CNBC is the U.S. president of FTX, right? Now we know that FTX is putting a lot of money into campaigns. Yeah. So I'm starting to wonder, you know, you're st- I'm starting to just, you're seeing things kind of like tick together a little bit. Is like, so I don't know, something funny's going on. And I think eventually it's going to get called out. I don't know what it is, but I mean, I... I don't know the total amount of money that they've put into um, these elections, but it's a lot of money. A lot. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, something funny definitely is going on because you're saying about FTX as well, and obviously they're spreading a lot in Canada and kind of taking over the Canadian situation at the minute. At the exact same time that KuCoin and Bybit are getting kicked out of Ontario. So Yeah, something shady is going on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's definitely deals being going on in the background of, you know, it's – it's who you like and who you want to do business with, right? Definitely. It's shady. It's shady. It's a word I use all the time. Uh, and I don't know, something funny is going on. We're going to need to do some digging. And if anybody in our community can do even more digging, you know, it would be, we'll give you a shout out, whatever. I, I want to know more about what's going on. There's got to be something hidden going on. Yeah. Let's call them out. Let's call them all out. It kind of feels like, you know, this could be like the great crypto institutional battle that we're actually seeing play out, you know? I mean, yeah, it would suck if something shady is going on because they're massive, right? Like it would be, it would be devastating to the crypto community if something shady went on and if the FTX, their whole project started going down, it would not be good for the community. It would not be good for the news. Definitely wouldn't be good in the States. That's for sure. You know, that, that's, that's, you know, that's my opinion on it. Um, you know, all of this obviously is hearsay. Nothing's proven. So, but it's that's what the podcast is for, right? Speculative things that we might think is going on. And we just kind of want to bring some attention to to see, you know, do some research on it. Let's see, see what we got. But uh, yeah, good point, Imran. Good, good article for sure. I mean, it, it's, I didn't think about this right before we got started. I didn't think about the fact that this morning that was getting brought up, you know, that the, the US president of FTX was actually on CNBC talking about stable coins, talking about this. And I'm like, now that you bring that up, I'm like, something, something, something's going on. Something. Yeah. I mean, so. interestingly, um, in one of Nick's videos a few days ago, he was talking about whale manipulation, okay? How they're manipulating the market and hopefully we'll be able to find out, you know, try and get to the bottom of some of these whales and if they're involved in any projects, how about we start boycotting what they do, right? Yeah, this is like the first time that, like, I, I've been in crypto that I've noticed, you know, we're talk- we've been talking about whale wars and obviously a lot of the biggest whales are the actual exchanges. And it kind of feels at the minute that they're not all happy with each other being in the space. And some of them want to knock each other out, right? Definitely. That's what it's starting to feel like. Well, I think it, 
time of recording, I think the amount of exchanges is 500 and yeah, 535 total exchanges uh, involved in the crypto space um, with almost 20,000 actual cryptocurrencies involved. Um, but yeah, it's some whale wars going on. You know, what's great about the crypto space is it's all on the blockchain. Yeah. At least the majority of it is. <laughs> all of it should be. So um, somebody's going to get called out eventually. Hopefully we can bring it to you live here. <laughs> well, yeah, the, we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah, this, we'll is why, it out. this is why I think you've just got to do your research on, you know, where, where you're investing your money, um, especially when if you're um, looking at loading up on exchange tokens, you know, if you're, you're a staker, you want to, uh, invest some savings down the line. None of this is advice. Just, you know, I say, do your research, what you look into, you know, one I've been buying in the dip, uh, personally, I I've been stacking some Nexo tokens because, uh, out of all the exchanges, I've really liked the way that, um, Nexo, uh, is behaving. You know, I, I like that they were completely transparent, as I mentioned yesterday about the $775 million of insurance that they have, you know, that, that kind of gives me a little bit of a slightly warm, fuzzy feeling inside, you know, the complete opposite of how Celsius have played out, right? Now, also news with Nexo today, they've actually hired Citibank to advise on acquisitions during market turmoil. You know, I think that's I think that's pretty huge news for um, Nexo. You know, that's just a great um, uh, partnership that they're doing because, well, you know, those who don't know Citibank, you know, it, it doesn't get any bigger than that, right? So, you know, if, you, if you're bringing if you're bringing them on board to help you uh, invest, it's sort of like correlating the equities market with crypto. So. Yeah, no, I think I think that's a really interesting uh, bit of news there for the industry. Definitely. And next, correct me if I'm wrong, and I may be wrong. Nexo, do they have something to do with Celsius here recently? Yeah, so Nexo actually, well, we're still waiting to find out the full details, but Nexo essentially offered uh, to um, take Bailed on Celsius. Out. Yeah, not in terms of bail out the entire exchange, but literally just buy up some of their debt. So basically, so Celsius can wipe some of its debt. Nexo said, look, we'll take some of your debt. Um, whether that's actually happened in the background, it, it, may, it may have already happened and we just it hasn't been made public yet. But the only bit that was made public was that Nexo said, we've made an offer to take some of this debt away. So nothing, nothing has come to light as far as if that actually transpired or not. No, not not confirmed yet. But as soon as it does, uh, we'll get it out on the podcast for the viewers. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So today... Uh, Fed Fed Chair Powell back on Capitol Hill, you know, discussing basically policy as far as the reason why he did a 75 basis point hike and yada, yada, yada. And one of the senators brought up a good question in regards to digital assets. Uh, and Fed Chair Powell basically says the digital dollar is something we really need to explore as a country. Um, he went on to say... Um, Things as far as, you know, it's very important potential financial innovation that will affect all Americans. Uh, and this is quote unquote, our plan is to work on both the policy side and the technological side in coming years and come to Congress with a recommendation at some point. So at some point, to me, that phrase, that little, those three little words, when? Yeah, right? in, like, they, they know it's inevitable because they can see they can see the numbers. They, you know, we've talked about it that you know it's over over ten percent of adults in the United States uh, own some cryptocurrency now. They know that that's just growing literally month on month. So they're, they're accepting it. They know it's not going away. So they're just preparing. Yeah, I was listening. I listened in for a little bit on Yahoo Finance today to the actual like hearing itself, and 
you know, he basically said that they'll, they'll bring recommendations to Congress and to the Senate, give what they think. But at the end of it, you know, where should the digital dollar, you know, who should basically, I'm trying to think of the correct terminology. Who, who should, wants to control it? Yeah, who wants to control it? Who wants to um, follow it, make sure it's uh, according to policy, you know, because there, there are so many different financial sectors in the U.S., and there's there's governing bodies in all these different sectors, right? Like FDIC is banking, SEC, securities, and then you have the Fed, um, you know, which is responsible for monetary policy, et cetera. So who who is it that would be essentially in charge of these stable coins if the U.S. created their own digital dollar? You know, who who would it who would it fall on to to control that? And I think that's that's probably the the problem with Congress and Senate and all of the, you know, um, governing bodies trying to figure out who, first of all, where to start, um, and then going from there. So it's, it's coming. Um, I think it's good that it's starting to get discussed more and more. You know, you guys have told me that, that where you guys are, they don't really talk about crypto. So, you know, this is, this is becoming a topic of conversation every single day here in the States is, you know, stable coins, crypto in itself, the crypto crash, whatever. Um, you know, all of those things starting to, it's becoming heavier and heavier. Um, so what's your guys' thoughts? Yeah, sorry, Joe. Yeah, so no, I agree what you're saying there, Mikey. I mean, it only makes sense, right? And um, I also believe they need to bring in regulation ASAP as well, especially for stable coins. They need to get, you know, the retail back in it. They need, you know, everyone to have a bit more confidence in you know, this industry. So they, they need to hurry up, okay, and get things moving. Um, I'm just sorry, I've actually got a few things going in the background here. I'm, uh, Coinflex, okay, um, something just come up literally right now in my feed. Coinflex exchanges paused withdrawals, citing extreme market conditions. So we'll have a look into that for you guys, but that's just coming now. Coinflex exchange has paused withdrawals, citing extreme market conditions. So if anyone you know, is um, using the Coinflex exchange, you know, just check that out, make sure everything's safe and you know you're secure. Um, another thing um, to talk about that I wanted to mention was about Voyager. Um, you know, they've, they've had exposure to Free Arrows Capital uh, and they've um, reduced their withdrawal limits. Um, I think it's from $25,000 down to $10,000 per day. So again, you know, if you have any, um, you know, um, investments on Voyager platform, you know, do check that out as well. Do your research, et cetera. So, you know, just stay on top of that. But yeah, sorry, Joe, you were about to say something. Sorry to interrupt you, my friend. Yeah, just about Voyager. I mean, their shares have crashed there. The more... more... Yeah. They've gone way down. I think they lost their sixty percent of their share yeah. value yesterday, and this is just essentially because uh, how much um, they've lost of free free arrows capital because they had so much loan to them. Now, the question is if if free if free sorry if free arrows capital got there in the end, guys. If free arrows capital <laughs> is uh, is insolvent, how are they going to pay this six hundred and fifty million dollars back to Voyager that they own? I mean, that's a lot of dollar. If it's over uh, over fifteen thousand Bitcoin, and it's over three hundred and fifty uh, USDC, uh, three hundred fifty million USDC as well. Yeah, I mean Alameda's um, you know, made an agreement with them um, or loan, giving them a loan of what they've done. So they'll still be able to you know, carry on. I think it was six hundred sixty million dollars they borrowed. I think it was uh, out to uh, three arrows capital, some crazy figures yeah. like that. So yeah, yeah, it's a serious matter. You know, it's massive. 
There he is again, old uh, SBF. He just seems to be everywhere at the minute. I don't know where he's. Yeah, exactly. Where, 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 where he's getting the money from? Yeah, exactly. It makes you question yeah. where where is is it just over leveraged uh, system just moving around each other? But anyway, yeah. we'll uh, we'll move on from that one. Uh, Ik, you also had some uh, news on uh, uh, what the old crafty Bitcoin miners have been up to. Yeah, I mean it is concerning. I mean, I saw an article. Um, I'm actually fairly you know, concerned about it myself. I mean. My concern is that Bitcoin miners um, sold the entire May harvest um, and Bitcoin miners are unplugging their machines due to lack of profitability, basically, right? Now, obviously, even though you've seen a bit of green in the market currently, you know, the deteriorating market conditions actually have affected Bitcoin mining profitability, right? Forcing miners to liquidate their um, holdings. Now, these miners are finding it hard to continue the operations um, as the cost of production has exceeded the profit. Yep. Okay, you know, it's actually quite a complicated, you know, system how these you know miners work, etc. And you know, sometimes they raise funds on you know get loans on their Bitcoin, etc. But new data from Arcane Research shows that um, public Bitcoin mining firms sold a hundred percent of their Bitcoin production in May compared to usually twenty to forty percent. Wow. Now, yeah, I mean that's a substantial lot, right? A sub- a substantial amount. It's crazy. Then the first mu- uh, four months of twenty twenty two this year. Um, public BTC mining firms sold 30% of their mining production, right? Which increased threefold in May. And it's, it's expected to rise even further in this month, okay? Well, we've got another seven, eight days, wherever it's left in this month. Now, the public Bitcoin uh, miners only make up 20%, only 20% of the total network hash rate, right? Their behavior often reflects the sentiment of private miners, okay? Now, miners collectively hold, I think it's about 800,000 Bitcoin altogether. Now, making them you know, one of the technically one of the biggest wells in the market. Yeah. Now, out of these, um, public miners hold, I think, forty six thousand Bitcoin, and their selling spree could push the price further down. In my opinion, now when miners start um, giving up, this, in my opinion, isn't a good sign. Okay. Now, only um, uh, in the past, you know, Bitcoin price declines. You know, the moment miners sell off, right? But yeah. at the same time, that, that has signaled a strong, you know, price bottom. Yeah, the history is so, there to tell us that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, let's hope for the best, but it will play out very soon, I think. Yeah, I think uh, from the mining side of it, there was a, I think I read an article today that said that there was a first uh, completely solar-powered mining operation out in western Colorado that just launched. Despite all the market volatility and all of that, they still went ahead and, you know, went ahead and launched. And, you know, that could, that could be huge as far as cost is concerned, being able to run solar instead of having to pull power you know, from traditional where you would get power from. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, there is something interesting that I wanted to, to discuss it. Um, Polygon's Matic. Yeah. I own some Polygon. I think you guys, you guys in, in Polygon also, Joey, I, I think the, you are. I bought the dip. You bought the dip. God. <laughs> I'm waiting for the dip of the dips. The, the dip of the dip of the dip. Right. <laughs> so anyways, Polygon's been up, I think as much as 25% over the last uh, what, 24 hours or so? Yeah, six, um, 60% in four days, actually. Yeah, it's pretty insane. So I was reading about possibly one of the reasons why. Uh, it says uh, on Wednesday, Polygon announced the launch of Polygon ID integration. Polygon ID is a self-sovereign identity solution powered by ZK cryptography that brings huge potential for DAO governance, according to you know the company. So it could be one of the big things um, that's coming to... Uh, uh, Polygon's Matic could be something that's big for them that 
you know, could have pumped it up. It also could have just been super oversold, but you know, that I mean, I was speculative. I, I was, I was going to say, you know, sometimes it's just as simple as that, right? There's a reason why I bought the dip, you know, uh, I'm just having a look at the price. I just got in. Yeah, the, uh, it's just hard to, it's hard to think that it's just the dip when, you know, everything else is kind of up, you know, maybe two, 3%. And then you see Matic up, up 18%. Yeah. Right? Usually that's a, usually there's a catalyst involved. It's not like, a bunch of retailers came in and decided they wanted to buy, right? Like there's usually right now where we are in the bear market, I feel like there's, there's gotta be a catalyst just like yesterday with Estal, right? Estal was up at one point, you know, 18, 19, 20%. And it's cause they opened up their Dynasets um, yeah. for people to take in, take out money and put back in money. Then after that, it calmed right back down. So I feel like there's always gotta be an event, whether this was the event, I have no idea. Joey, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go back, go ahead, bro. No, I was just going to say for me, it was just, you know, simple. I think it's a great project. And, uh, you know, I, I had a buy order in at 32 cent, which hit. Um, I've got more uh, funds um, ready for Matic for when it goes lower. I do believe we're going to get that extra leg down. Uh, but, you know, I was happy at that price, you know, almost 10x off the top. So, yeah, I think, like I said, we've mentioned before, prices, prices are going down. It's not going to go down the straight line. So, you know, just, just have your dollar, dollar cost average entries ready. That's uh, just my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a really, really, really good project. I've, you know, there's lots of rumors of Sandbox and Decentraland possibly moving over to Polygon's Matic. Uh, I, I think it's a great project um, that's just going to continue to grow and and get bigger and bigger. I mean, I'm I'm excited for the dip of the dip of the dip of the dip. I think I bought <laughs> 78 dips. I might be called the king of the dips. Yeah, I there's think a you, good chance. You deserve the title. I think I, I think I might wear the crown for buying dips. <laughs> I've been buying dips since October. <laughs> so <laughs> it's pretty bad. Joey, how about you? You buy any dips? <laughs> so I was, I was just thinking, Mike, is that because like you, you like a lot of food with dips? Well, <laughs> I do like a lot of food with dips, except the only dip that I actually like is ketchup. I only like ketchup. I like a little bit of mustard. Um, I like honey on my chicken. So I don't know if that's weird to you guys. Like, no, so that's not weird. We all know I love Chick-fil-A, right? Yeah. And this is not sponsored by Chick-fil-A. Just want to make sure. <laughs> I mean, it's but unfortunate. Chick Although Chick-fil-A, we will take you as a sponsor if you'd like to come yeah. in on that. Um, oh, so yeah. Anybody, We've got some good deals at the moment. Somebody, yeah. If anybody knows anybody with Chick-fil-A, we'll take a sponsorship any day. Uh, but I, lo <laughs> I love a chicken sandwich, right? Like afternoon, no pickle, chicken sandwich with honey. But I put ketchup on top of that. Cause I love ketchup. So maybe that's weird. I don't know. I don't know how this went from crypto to food, but <laughs> I, I I'm the king on the discord for eating out. It's horrible to admit, but you know, I'm you know, in the U S fast foods king. And so then you anyway, have diet Coke. I had the most American meal today. Okay. Oh, the most. <laughs> okay. So I had McDonald's. And for a dessert, I had a Hershey bar <laughs> and I had a Coke. So it's like about as American as you could possibly be, right? McDonald's, Hershey bar, and a Coke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> horrible, horrible. Um, but anyways, guys, I've really enjoyed this podcast. I think it was very informative. Um, do you guys got any last little tidbits, anything? Because I think this will be... Uh, this one will go out on Saturday, so we'll kind of be in the weekend. Anything that you guys got for the viewers? I think just by the time this one goes out, you know, it, the market is a little bit flatter 
right now, but by the time it goes out, I think we might get a bit of a weekend volatility. I'll be interested to see, uh, you know, what the Friday markets bring. Um, again, I think the, the S&P and NASDAQ haven't done a huge amount today. So, yeah, I think there could be some interesting uh, price moving on Friday. Okay. Yeah, just don't phone them in. Um, we are uh, expecting lower prices. Um, stick to your strategy. Be patient. Yeah. All good. Yeah, it's been a good one. Another one. Thank you guys for listening in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and share it with your friends. You know? Yeah, Why that's not? a good one, Mike. That's a good one, yeah. Mike. Everyone's got crypto buddies out there. They might not even uh, be in our Discord. It doesn't matter where they are. If you just meet someone on the street and you're talking crypto, tell them about the Cheeky Crypto Podcast. You might just sh share the love, guys. <laughs> Thanks, share everyone. the love. Thank All you right, for listening. Thanks so much. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye.